Welcome to Stuck In My Mind podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. It's your boy, W-I-Z-E-Wise, and today's episode is presented by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that's remained at the heart of what Clark's does. From the very beginning, Clark's has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clark's apart. We are teaming up with Clark's and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off the select items, including the iconic Clark's Desert Boot by going to podco.co backslash Clark's. That's podgo.co co backslash clarks it's your boy wise and i'm out peace out all right so welcome to the show jb ellis the host of the program what's going on jb not much how you doing man how's it going wise i'm doing good brother i'm doing good i can't complain just got a lot of things going on but we're trying to trying to start off the new year in the right way that's a good thing gotta keep busy Oh, definitely got to keep busy, man. But I'm a little excited because we're doing this is take two on 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 what on recording a show because the last time we recorded wasn't I wasn't really prepared. I wasn't happy with the way we recorded. So, but but today I'm prepared. I'm excited. I'm actually excited because my Knicks are two and two, man. I'm they actually beat well. Oh, they beat Milwaukee. They beat Milwaukee. They actually blew Milwaukee yeah. out. I was surprised. I was. Uh, Julius Randle has, has been a beast. He had a triple-double the other night um, against the Cavs. It's against the Cavs, but, hey, listen, I'll take it. Still, hey, it's all good. Any of the teams in the NBA are good, no matter what. I mean, even the worst team is a really good team. And R.J. Barrett looks like he's going to be a, a really great player. I mean, you know, watching him the first couple of games, I'm impressed. Oh no, he's he's, he's he's something good there. He's shown me he's shown me he's can, he has the potential to be a, a a dynamic scorer. So I'm excited about RJ. Yeah. I'm excited about RJ. But like I said, the surprise to me has been Julius Randle. He to outplay the MVP because he did outplay um, Giannis. It was it was a great game on his part, and then just the way he's been playing the first four games of the season, he's. He's been one of the top players in the league. Yeah, no, he's he always a very talented guy. He was really good a few years ago when he was in L.A. Um, then they kind of switched up their team. He kind of did, didn't do much when he uh, came to New York the first couple of years. He was kind of just there, you know. Now he's playing like he used to. He, he's got a lot of talent. I like him a lot. Well, he's also on a contract year. It's, it's his, this is, he signed a two-year contract with the Knicks. Last year was his first, and yeah. now with this one, he's if he he's able to play if he's if he performs to the level that he's been performing, who knows what he can get out there, or if the Knicks will resign him. I, I would if if he sh- if he can be the player that everybody thought he would be coming out of college when he got drafted at, at, as high as he did by the Lakers, it he can he can he can make himself a lot of money on the on the open market next year. Yeah, no, he's a very talented guy. It's just a matter of he's got to put the work in and do what he's doing right now. You know, and sometimes contract years, guys play really well. They're hungry because they want to make that money. In the NBA, you can make a lot of money in, in a new contract. So you just got to hope he does it after he signs the contract. That's the whole key. Well, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping he, he has a great season. And if they decide to keep him, I hope they resign him. If not, then they'll do what they did with uh, Morris last year and trade him for some assets, trade him for some picks. That can't hurt. Uh, listen, not who, at all. Whoever gets him is going to be if if he if they decide to trade him, whoever gets him will be will be uh be lucky to get him. Exactly. Uh, what do you think about the, the guy the Knicks drafted, Obi Toppin? I mean, he I'm ex- hurts. So he hasn't played yet. I'm excited with the potential 
um, he was the college player of the year, year last year. Like nobody's giving him his his props, man. I get it. He's he's a little bit older than than your than uh, a lot of the guys that came out, but he's also that's also giving him a little bit more maturity and more. It is. I don't think it's going to take him long as long as other people to de- other people to develop because he's get, he's he's growing into his body already. I think part of the reason why he went to Dayton, so a lot of people don't know him. There was no tournament, so we didn't have the chance to watch the smaller schools. You know, like where Anthony Edwards out of Georgia, Anthony out of uh, North Carolina. People don't know the name because they're the huge schools. March Madness is when you get to see the guys like John Morant who went to a small school, you know, and Obi Topin from Dayton. So I think that plays a huge part in it. Um, I'm excited about the other kid they drafted uh, quickly. Yeah, he's he's a shooter. Yeah. He definitely is a shooter. So we'll, we'll just see. And then during the preseason, Kevin Knox showed me he, he 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 can hit the three. Now we just need them to do it during the regular season. It's a, it's a lot. It's so much to to process that you have some players there that it's a make or break season for them. Well, you know what I like though? The Knicks have a lot of young talent. Hopefully they could grow and grow together and do well because New York is great when the Knicks do well. It's, it's a fun city. You know, I'm a net fan, but I still want the Knicks to do well. You know, I mean, we, we kind of bought the, the spot where with the Nets, we got uh, Irving and Durant, not that our other players aren't good, but, you know, we're going for it all, but I still want the Knicks to be relevant because, you know, a little rivalry, make it fun. It's fun to see the Garden dead. I mean, yeah, we no. can't go to the game right now, but still you want to see them do well. No, listen, the first I saw the first regular season game between the Knicks and the Nets in Brooklyn. It was a, an it was a, a amazing experience. It, and, and I'm a Brooklyn boy, but... I was born. I've I've always been a Knicks fan, and but I'm a root for the Nets because I'm a Brooklyn boy. But I'm I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I, I've loved my Knicks since Patrick Ewing and Rod Strickland and and Mark Jackson. I, I'm a old time Knicks fan. From, well, at least the late '80s and '90s. Yeah, those were fun teams, though. Oh man, those I mean, were, we used to get a park broken every year. Oh man, it was it was that was devastating, man. Bulls used to. And we had some real good teams, man. We had some real, we had some yeah. real good players, man. But we just couldn't get past Mike. Yeah, we just couldn't get past. Oh no, they were you, this. It was it was during the era of um, if you drove down the down the lane, you was gonna either run into Oakley oh. or or run into Mason. So yeah, you was gonna run into a brick wall. <laughs> It's not like now. I, I'm telling you, it's not like now no, where if you where if you touch a player, oh foul. Back then, they 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 no, really, they, even though the athletes now are, are are in so such tremendous shape, those those players used to take a beating, man. Yeah, and, that, and they didn't call fouls like they did. I mean, you would get hit, and if you listen, got a, you if could you be foul, bleeding. You, you could, yeah, you could be bleeding, and 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 nothing, and they wouldn't call anything. It yeah. was it was great. Yeah, <laughs> you look at you look at LeBron, you look at Harden, you get a foul call. Yeah, you know, back I would have loved to see LeBron try a drive against Oakley and Mason, and see what happened back then. You know. Well, he has He's the body. Enough, he yeah, he has there. the body. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He has the body and the strength. So it would be a good matchup. It would. I would like to see how, how his game would translate to then. I'm, I'm saying he has the body exactly. to play. He has the body to play. Oh, I, yeah, definitely. I just. I don't know if yeah, he, if his game would he, really translate. Yeah, well, it it, it would translate because he does. He's sort of kind of like magic. He would have to just be able to take the the beating though. Because, I mean, back then, you guys used to get hit, you know? Like, the only guy that I think that would be able to play back then that doesn't have a body to play was Steph. Because Steph finds a way to get open. You know, like, he wouldn't be able to drive like he does now. Oh, no, he would shooting, get cream, he yeah. He would find a way to be open. He would, he would yeah. shoot. He would shoot. Definitely, he would shoot his way. You you had your play. No, listen, yeah. it's not like you didn't have your finesse players, like, back then, but that, that would shoot, but. It's just a different game, man. It's, it was a big man's game back oh, then. Yeah. Now it's yeah, it's, it it's, really was. It's much more small ball, where you're running up the court and you're shooting, and 
And well, now you have the seven footers that take three pointers. What I mean, who's who's rebounding if your seven foot guy is behind the three point line? Your point guard. You know, rebounding wins games. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, your point guard, Russell 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 Westbrook would be rebounding. He, well, he's just something different, man. He does everything. Yeah. He just has has a desire to do it all. I, I, he's by far one of my favorite players because he just does everything. You know, people people say he's all about stats and all that. I really don't think so. I think he just has a desire to win and to make plays. Some guys just have that. You know, they just have that ability to just turn it on and want to do what everything they can when they're on the court, whatever it takes to win. And some guys just don't have it. I think he has that. Yeah, no, he does. He's he's one of my favorite players because, like you say, he does it all. He does. He 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 gets the assists. He gets the rebounds. He scores. I just I just didn't understand like I didn't I didn't think that experiment with him and Harden would work because you can't they both have to have the ball no. and they have to have the ball in their hand both of them and you can't you can't no I thought Chris Paul was a good match with Harden you know and, and that didn't work out so yeah so imagine you just now you're getting someone who scores just as much and has to really have the ball in his hand as well so. So, I th- but I think it's going to be work well with him and Bradley Beal. Yeah, no, that that would be kind of cool. Be interesting to see. Definitely. So, uh oh man, so we're down to the final four in uh, college football, huh? Yes, we got the playoffs coming up this week. Should be interesting. I mean, got some good teams. You know, Clemson. I think right now. In my mind, is the team to beat, but, you know, it'll be something to see. I mean, a lot of people saying that, you know, um, you know, certain teams belong, certain teams don't. I don't like the college football playoff for one reason. I think if you win your division and win your conference, you deserve to, to be in the playoffs. And you have the different leagues that just never get in. Yeah, you know, like uh, the Pac-12, which hardly gets into the playoffs. The Big 12, which always has a trouble uh, getting into it. Then you have Notre Dame, who, you know, is an independent, and sometimes their schedule is pretty easy, and sometimes it's not. It all depends on the year. Yeah, um, you know, and it's just it's interesting to see how the dynamic of it is. So I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah. Um... I just think they need to uh, comp- they sh- they should expand it first of all. They need to extend it to to some mid majors as well, and probably open it up to eight teams. Uh, you definitely have to win your conference championship. If you don't win your conference championship, then you shouldn't be in the playoffs. So the SEC should just send one representative each year. Then the ACC should also send yeah. one represent- representative each year. Uh, the Big Ten, uh, Pac twelve, Big Twelve. Every one of those conferences should at least have one representative into into the playoffs. Make it a real system, real playoffs. Like if you don't win your conference, then you shouldn't be in the playoffs. Do the five major conferences? You have one like they do with the uh, other the other schools where they get the one team that goes to a bowl game, yeah. put the other the top team in the playoffs. Let them get it, and then you can pick two wild cards. Yeah. You know, so you have eight teams total and let them play it out. Or if you really want to keep it at six, because you don't want to have eight. All right. One and two, get a bye week. Yeah, that'll work. You know? That that could work too. But definitely. But th- there's so many better ways. Yeah. You got to, you got to limit how many, com- how many, how many conference, how many, play- how many teams a conference can have. You have to limit, you have to limit it. I'm sorry. You just have to. Yeah. And I get it. I get it. Cause the sec is such a tough schedule. It is. It, you have, you have Georgia, Alabama. You have Florida that's coming up now. You have all these other programs in the SEC. You have who else? Uh, I can't think of. For some reason, I can't think Auburn. of the teams. You have Auburn, but they, they're about to go. They just replaced their head coach. Um, yeah, I mean, you have a lot of schools. A tough conference. I mean. Yeah, and then and then at the, in the in the um, Big Ten, you have some. You have the regulars that are usually on top: Wisconsin, Ohio, Penn State. Um, yeah, I mean Ohio State's had a real dominant run for a little bit. Yeah, you know you'll get Penn State at uh, 
Wisconsin that come up, you know, every couple of years, but they kind of fall short or Iowa that does it. Yeah. You know, you get to your cast of regulars there, but it always seems that it's Ohio State lately. Yeah, because uh, Michigan they, they is just Michigan. Michigan's has been terrible. Uh, Harburg hasn't done nothing yeah. at his alma mater. Uh, Michigan State has fallen on somewhat hard times. They're not. They're not the same as they was on no, in past teams. Um, it's just. It's just a lot of different. Yeah, like you said, Ohio State has been the most consistent team for the part yeah, of the past done a decade. Phenomenal job. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's exciting to see 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 that it's yeah, I'm 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 kind of over college sports in in certain aspects on certain because of certain things, but it's exciting to see. It's at least we have something going on. It's better than no sports at all, which was the situation, exactly. which was, was the case, which was the case when we first talked. We didn't have any sports to talk oh. about. It was just horrible. Oh, it was just, it was I, I was listening to the episode. I was like, we didn't really have anything to talk about. So I said, we have to do this again yeah, was, and, and really get to speak about sports. Yeah. No, I completely agree. So going back to the NBA, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, so you're a Nick fan, but what do you think of uh, John Morant or Zion? Who do you like better? John Morant. Okay, cool. I agree. Because he, I, you know why? John. You know why? Because he does so so much more than than Zion. Zion is a, a phenomenal specimen. He's a beast, great player. I keep not taking anything bad. But to me, Ja does Ja's all around game is what the NFL. I mean, NFL, the NBA is built around right now. It's it's really yeah. built around the the, the, the guards. It, it's right now the guard play. If you have extraordinary guard play and 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 a decent big guy, you can. You can get so the Warriors has shown you you can do you can do good you can do well you can win championships. Yeah, exactly. What got me to to really love Ja was a game last year. I don't know who he was playing. I forget. He took a little jump shot from somewhere towards the top to the key, maybe uh, right by the foul line. He saw he was going to miss it, went in and got his rebound and scored. But like little things like that, you know, knowing you're going to miss, following up your shot, little things. That's how you win games. He, so that's you know how you become a great player. Listen, and he is ridiculously athletic. He has some hops on him. Yep. He he's not just your yeah. average point guard, man. He is he's oh. a, a a monster point guard because he does it all. He can shoot. He can pass the ball. He can rebound the ball. He he kind of reminds me of a uh, of Russell Westbrook in a way of with all the things that he's capable of doing. Yeah, I mean, you saw his injury uh, the other night nah, two nights ago. No, was it bad? He came down on he came down on the guy's ankle. It's just a sprain. It'll be out three to five weeks. But the way he went down and rolled over, it was like lying on the floor. They had to get a wheelchair to take him uh, off the court. You know. Everybody was thinking the worst. It's only three to five weeks, which is lucky. Yeah. You know, thankfully, it's nothing major. Yeah, and and again, he's still young, so it, it, those those. It's when you get older and you start getting injuries like that where it takes t- much more time to exactly. heal. But if if right now if you take exactly. your time and let it and let it heal properly, don't don't force the issue. Then, but if if it's the case, if that's if if you had high hopes. It kind of got dashed a little with him going down because he is your best player. Yeah, and he's fun to watch. I mean, you know him, Trey Young, oh, great uh, young point I'm, guard. I'm I'm excited with, with Tra- I'm excited about Trey Young. He he showed me a lot last year. He, he's he can he can really ball. He can really ball. That that boy can really ball. Amazing player, you know. Another guy that you just love to watch. I I don't like his team as much, the rest of the Hawks, but Trey is great. You know, fun to watch. They they made a lot of good moves in the off season. They're a different team this year than they were, so they should do a lot better. But you know, last year's version wasn't much fun to watch besides Trey. Yeah, you're right. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes with with that man. I'm definitely. It's going to be an interesting uh, season. 
You seen the Clippers no, came out? The Clippers came out and now uh, beat Lakers. Beat the Lakers the first game. It's still early though. I'm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think the well, Lakers are the same team that they were last year. LeBron knows though when to turn it on and when not to. And the Clippers always seem to beat the Lakers in the regular the season. season. Just can't do it in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, they didn't even get to play the Lakers in the playoffs, so. No, because they were too busy resting everyone all the time, and they didn't get that cohesion together. Yeah, no, you, you had can't a, do that. You and, can't and you, turn and, it on and, and off. Yeah, yeah, and you ran into Murray and uh, the big guy in um in Denver. Exactly. I mean, they Denver played really well in the playoffs, but they started out this year horrible. You know, they're not yeah. playing well right now. Well, I don't know what's going on there. It's it's, it's early. They're still, they're still getting accustomed to us, to the way the season is starting. There, it's not it's not your normal regular season. But, well, no, yeah, because they cut the training camp down too. So as we were saying last night, it's kind of like the uh, first couple of weeks right now. Is this preseason? Game. Like yeah, it's like the pre- training camp. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the regular. These next couple of weeks is just the preseason games that they didn't play, and the training camp exactly. that they didn't have. So it's gonna take a couple of weeks, but I'm I'm ha- I'm excited with what my team has been doing. So I'm I'm no, speak to me speak to me in a couple of weeks and, and let's see if if I'm still as as happy. But right now I'm 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 happy with with the results. Hey, so if the Knicks go 500 for the year, you you'll be happy with that as a Knicks fan. 500. Yeah, oh, I would be ecstatic. Okay, I would be ecstatic. Five hundred. You know what's five hundred? It's it's at least thirty six wins. I'll take thirty six yeah, no, wins. Mean, that, listen, it's 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 eighteen over what we had last year. Right. So I'll take well, and and, and it's progress, eighteen you know? and it's eighteen more than what people are projecting. They're projecting that the Knicks will win probably twenty two games. So they've got two of them down. So they yeah, need they, a twenty twenty more. And then we'll see, but I'm I'm optimistic. I'm being optimistic, I, and I I love the fact that we got Thibodeau. I enjoy. I think he's a real great coach. He's been he's been successful wherever he's been. So yeah, I, no, he's he's a good coach. I think he would have had a better like better him. results in uh, in Minnesota had they kept Jimmy. But Jimmy just didn't. He just couldn't take. Just couldn't take those players, man. They were just too soft for him, I guess. You know what I heard about Tibbs is he places guys a lot of minutes, um, you know, and it grinds them down. That was always the knock on him, but you know, I guess well, the player. He gets that knock. He he gets that knock. He gets that knock because of D Rose. But yeah. I think anybody who would have had D Rose would have played D Rose. He was before prior to his injuries, he was the man. He was he was doing things yeah. from the point guard position that was amazing. No, he was. I mean, that injury really destroyed his career. You know, he had like one good year after. Um now, you know, I, but I, don't, I can't really blame the the injury on the coach. I mean, you know, the coach doesn't hurt your knee. No, it's I, just a fluke, you know. No, listen, it's it's okay. You you they want you want to talk about uh, they he he's a rough coach and he he runs this player that. But like we were talking earlier, back in the day, players played ridiculous exactly. amount of minutes. They played every game. There wasn't taking the game off. They played every game. It, yeah, I don't get the whole concept of taking days off. When you play 80 games in a regular, normal season, you play 82 games. This year will be a little bit less because of yeah. the, the late start. But yeah. Is it that hard? I mean, you don't play back-to-back that often. Yeah, I, I don't get the taking the days off, you know. I get if you're nursing injury, if you really, if it's a, yeah, a serious mean, injury, yes, then. But just to give him a day off, like it, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's like scary. I wish, I wish I could take days off and and get paid 
<laughs> sit on the bench. Right. I look at I look at it as cheat the fans, especially the fans that come to see those players. Like when you only get to see this player once a year, they come to your to come to your state once a year, or they come to your arena once a year, and for them to sit out the game. Eh. I mean, I. I can understand it more in baseball at all the sports because you're playing almost every day. Well, yeah, baseball is 162 games. It's 162 games, baseball. Yeah. It, it, so I understand yeah. why the baseball players make play the money they have because they they're playing 162 games, and that's just regular right. season. They play every day. Yeah, they're playing right. at least you four know, or five times a week. Off. Yeah, they're playing at least four or five times a week. Yeah, right. So I mean, I don't have problems with that, but like the NBA, if you play three games in a week. That's a lot. That, that's yeah. a lot. You don't you don't normally play, you know, more than that. No, you have you days. Know? You have days off in between. Like you might play Monday. You're off Tuesday, Wednesday. Play Thursday. Then you're probably off Friday. Play a Saturday. So it, it's not like you're like you said. It's not back to back. You're not playing a lot of back to back games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens. You know, every once in a while, maybe a few times a season, but it's not a not a a, a lot. You know. Yeah. Definitely. Nothing like uh, other sports. It's not. It's not like hockey where you get hit into the boards and checked, you know, and you're on skates going back and forth. Where if you have back to back games, it's a little bit tougher. I don't know. I, I don't get it. Yeah, but they also they also they also on hockey they also like they they do shift change like line changes like so. I guess yeah. you can also manage it a different a little differently as well. No, definitely. But all right, JB, let everybody know where they can where they can uh, catch your podcast, your show at. So it's the program on the Believe Network. It's uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at JB underscore the program. Uh, also, Journey with the Jays on Facebook Live and YouTube Live uh, Tuesdays at eight thirty, um, and you can follow that on Twitter at Journey with the Three. Um, you know, definitely, you know, take a listen to both shows and follow us. And we'll be more than happy to interact with all you guys out there. Definitely, definitely check them out, man. Definitely check them out. I appreciate you giving me this, this second chance at redoing this episode, man. I, I appreciate it. That at first time, like I said, I wasn't prepared and I was not happy with the results. So I was like, I was listening to, I was like, nah, I, can't, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta reach out to JB and do this over, man. I'm not, I'm not happy yet. And I'm my biggest critic, man. Always I am, a good time. I'm, a, yeah, I'm, I'm my biggest critic, man. So if I, I didn't, I, you deserved a better episode than what I recorded, and I just had to definitely redo no it. No worries. Nah, I appreciate. No it, worries. Always, appreciate a, it. always a good time talking to you, man. Twice. Oh, listen, I, like my show is not a sports podcast, but anytime I get to talk sports, I really love it, man. I'm a big sports fan. That's cool. Yeah, what do you think about the Giants this week? You think they have a shot against Dallas? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the defense is pretty good, man. The, their defense has surprised me. Now the they offense, on the other hand, the end of the year. Well, yeah, they're playing so much better. They're playing so much better. Their defense is yeah. is a big is a is, it's been a big surprise. It's mm-hmm. something that they were supposed to be bad. They weren't really expected to be atop of the NFC or East, but that the whole division sucks. So. And then uh, the Dwayne Haskins situation where he gets released, so it it's it's that that division is kind of in turmoil. You got the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott. You have the Eagles uh, deciding between Jalen Hurts and and Carson Wentz. Uh, again, the Redskins releasing. I'm, not, I'm sorry, the Washington Football Team releasing Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> And um, now with Washington, what do you think? Do you are you more surprised that they didn't come up with a name by the end of the season, or that they they would release Haskins before a game that they had to win, even if they didn't play him? Like it's just they're just a bad run organization all around. Yeah, because I was I was think I was hoping that you could turn it around with with Ron Rivera coming in there, but it, it's Daniel Snyder, man. It's just Daniel Snyder, like. Without a doubt, like they, no one in the organization won at Haskins last year. No one, only he did. And yeah, it's, it's he got insane. he got his wish, and 
he just he just he had one great year at Ohio State. That's it. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. And it's the same thing with what what the Jets are going through right now with um with what's his name? Ah, damn it. What's the quarterback's name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Horrible with names. Yeah, no, uh, and it's it, not, and I, I like the Jets. It's just, oh man, and and I think he's he would have been in the, he, Adam Gate. Adam, okay. just you know, that. You know what it was? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yeah, but yeah, Adam Gase is just a horrible coach. I don't understand how you ruin a quarterback in 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 Miami. You just just. Just Brian Tannehill just regressed under you. Um, now you get to New York and Sam Darnold, and you're supposed to be a quarterback whisperer, and yet Sam Darnold's regressing. He's not. He's not playing up to to his his ability. But again, no, it's, he's he's a talented young quarterback too, Darnold. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's. Adam yeah. Gase shouldn't he shouldn't have been the head of the coach. He shouldn't have been the head coach of the Jets. He should have not been. And that's that's another yeah. badly run organization. It, it They're is. the worst. The yeah. worst. <laughs> it's another very badly run organization. They make the Knicks look like they run really well. Oh, and yeah, and and to do that you have to really suck. <laughs> To really to make to make James Dolan look like a competent leader, you have to really suck. And yeah, the Jets just they just couldn't can't get anything right. They just no. And, and like you said, gas has got to go. What do you think about the thing in Miami with the uh, with the coach down there benching Tua twice and yet still starting him? I like or him. Like with me, I think Tua has potential, but it's like you either gotta ride with his the with his ups and downs and and let him take his bumps, or or just because if you keep benching him, you're just gonna just crush his his confidence. And once a quarterback exactly. loses his confidence, he's he's no good. He's no he's no good. You you need him to be. Yeah, you need him to be confident. If if your quarterback loses his confidence, he's just he's just in there with like a deer deer in headlights. Yeah, I mean when when he did it the first time, I thought it was you know maybe he was hurt and they weren't saying something, and then he did it again in the Raider game, and I'm saying you can't do this. You you got away with it once. You know you put him into start. You got to live with it. You're not winning the Super Bowl this year anyway. Yeah, Ride with him. Take your bumps. Him take learn. your bumps. Yeah, take your bumps. Let yeah. him learn. The only way he's going to learn is by playing. And if you keep exactly. benching him, not letting him battle through this adversity, then, like I said, you're just ruining his confidence. Yeah, when I saw that he did that the second time, I was like, "Oh, you can't, you can't make that up." And 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 you the know, thing was, yeah, plan. Flores had a great year last year. He. He did more yeah. in Miami than what anybody expected him to do. Nobody expected yeah, to even do. this year. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I mean, he's done a phenomenal job coaching the team, but you can't do that to your quarterback, and especially he's the future. You know, it's not about this year for him; it's about the next five, ten, twelve, yeah. fifteen years. And 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 you know, you don't want to ruin that. But it's 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 crazy because you it's like. You draft these quarterbacks, and and a lot of them, you put a lot of a lot of it on a lot on their shoulders, man. They have to carry a franchise, and you put you put all this pressure on quarterbacks like Darno, who's who's still only twenty two years old. He's twenty three years old. He's not even he's not he's still a little kid. He's still a young kid. He still have <laughs> has a lot to grow and and learn. So I'm, that's why I'm hoping that the Jets do keep him. I I feel he he has the ability and. Because when you've seen him, when he's played his best, he's phenomenal. He he's, he runs out the pocket. He's mobile. He has the arm. He can make the NFL throws. You just yeah. you just you just surround them with the coaching. If you if you sense if you surround them with better coaching and and like I think Joe Judge is amazing. Just the way yeah, he's yeah. he's I'm he's very. 
Yeah, I'm very impressed with what very he's did with the Giants. I'm very, I'm very impressed with what he's done with the Giants, and that's what I think the Jets need to do is to go that route, not not invest in one of these retreaded head coaches. Get one of these young cats like Eric Bieniemy, or one of these young guys that are that, that, that comes from a, a winning program. Adam Gates didn't come from a winning program. He came from Miami. He was losing. Go, yeah. go get an Eric Bieniemy or get somebody from 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 some somewhere that's consistently winning. And why doesn't Eric Bieniemy have a job? You know, as a head coach somewhere that that boggles my mind. You know, without a doubt, he should have a job. Yeah, but you know. that's. that's and then and then it's like with 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 they started when they started giving compensation for for coach for talking to minority coaches. I'm like, is the, I I don't understand why you're rewarding people for doing something they should already be doing. Listen, if I'm hiring somebody, I don't care what they are. I want the best that's out there: white, black, Spanish, yeah, whatever. If, if you're the best guy and the enemy runs phenomenal offenses, you know, and he's done it year after year. So if you're looking, if that's what your goal is, if you have a good offensive team or that's what you're trying to build your future for, without a doubt, he's got to be at the top of your list yeah. right off the bat. Definitely. You know, if you're looking for a defensive coach, maybe not, you know, but I would hire if I owned the team. I'd hire him in a second because to me, out of the assistants, he was the best one that was out there. I would have hired him before the Panthers hired Rule. Um, Rivera, I would have rehired. I don't have any problem with Washington doing that. The Giants before they would have hired Joe Judge, who we both said is doing an excellent job. I would have given the job to the enemy. You know, that's two out of the three spots that I just come off this the past year, last year. year. Yeah. Well, yeah. this year, this year you'll yeah. have yeah. The, Supposedly, uh, Gase is getting fired on Sunday. So, uh, if I'm the if I'm the Jets, I'm definitely uh, reaching out to Kansas City and seeing uh, if I can talk to Eric Bieniemy. Uh, that's just me. That's just uh, me. Listen, I, I sent him a check and say, "Put your number down. Go cash <laughs> it. You're our head coach." Yeah, definitely. If you want the job, you know. Yeah, I, I would. I would because he's been he's proven consistently that he he has what it takes to perform. And again, you're recycling all these head coaches. Give these young guys the opportunity. No, it's true. I mean, look at uh, what's the guy's name in uh, the Rams head coach? Oh, McVay. You know, and he, yeah, him who's done a really great job. He's young. Yeah. Then you had um, Sean Payton when he first got hired. Yeah, you know, a young guy yeah. in New Orleans. Yeah. You know, and he's done phenomenal with them down there. He's been there forever at this point, but he was young when he started. He was a giant assistant. Um, McDermott you know. up in Buffalo. Another phenomenal job. What he's what he's done up there. Uh, uh listen, you I, know. I didn't, I didn't think Josh Allen was going to be as good as he is. I didn't, I didn't think. I don't think he's anybody exceeded everybody's expectations. I think everybody, everybody except for Buffalo fans. I think he's done. You know. A lot better than we all thought. I'm impressed. And then they went out there and they got digs to help them out. You go and get one the of the best receivers. A- yeah, you go out and get one of the best receivers. And now he has somebody to throw the ball to. The only thing- all they have to do is get a running game. They're going to be unbeatable. If they somehow this year find a running back, because the two guys, the two young guys they have just aren't doing it. I don't know if it's the line or the, the skill level of the backs. If they go get a good back, they're going to be up. A top team for a long time. Oh yeah, I have a, I have a friend who's a big. He's from Buffalo. He's a big Buffalo Bills fan, so he's excited. Oh, he's got to be a joy in this. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I, and I root for the Bills. I'm I'm they're in New York. They're from Buffalo, New York. So I, I root for them. If they they in the playoffs. I will definitely root for them. They're fun to watch too. I mean, if you watch them, it's the Rams that game. Yeah, you know they they could put up points. They they could score. Their defense is really good. You know that almost looked like it could have been a, a Super Bowl preview at the time. Uh, I don't know if either one of them will make it, but you know I was watching that game like this. Would it be bad to see uh, in February? Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It's been. It's been some pretty good season. It's been a uh, like my fantasy football season just ended 
last week I I came in fourth in one league and I won like the third place in another league. So it, it was not bad. Yeah, I, I could. It was. It could have been better. Just you, you never know. Like certain, like the day I one day I decided to start. Uh, David Carr, he goes has a horrible game. Then the next week he goes out and has a magnificent game. One day I, I bent Kirk Cousins. He comes out. He has a he has a. It's, so it's like you never know, man. If I knew, you never know. Yeah, it's like you take a risk. That's but it's it, it had a great. It was a pretty good season, man. I had a great time. And I wasn't even, and I was originally not gonna play any fantasy football. And my homeboy's like, "Listen, just because you play fantasy football, you really not necessarily supporting the NFL because you're not the NFL is not getting any part of the money that you're betting." And I was like, "Yeah, you got a point there. It's between me and my boys." So yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So what's the reason for not supporting the NFL? Uh I just didn't like the way their policy on um. On letting their players protest, on how they let a players protest, I just okay. I, I can. I, 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 I was, can relate to that. I, 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 yeah, I wasn't happy with the, the Kaepernick treatment, and and just yeah, like it, oh, I, it was a sham. The whole thing that they did, yeah, they tried. They basically gave him that workout to try to get out of a lawsuit, you know, which they made it look horrible. And it it shows the organization they are. And he's still better than, right off the bat, probably most of the backups of the league. There's some starters. Yeah, there's some starters that he's better than, man. It's it's exactly. It's a joke. It's just a joke. So I I was gonna I was a little upset, and then then with everything where everybody was like, oh, we're gonna, and but to me. Even with a like, even with a lot of the sports that after they came back, like even with the NBA, I was a little bit disappointed with the players kneeling. I didn't, I didn't. I was like, it doesn't mean nothing to me now because you're kneeling and you're not you're not worrying about repercussions because you're not going to face any repercussions. When he did it, he lost his job. So that's why that's right. why to me, it was it was a sham. Even when they were kneeling, even though I whatever I get it, but to me. You didn't do it when it when you had the chance of facing repercussions. To me, so well the the NBA is a little different though. And I actually had a chance for one of my shows, and you you listened to my podcast. I spoke with Tim Legler about that because yeah. it was right after they uh, boycotted the games after um, I forget who it was. I think it was in Milwaukee when the the person oh, yeah, was yeah. killed. No, he well, he, he the guy the player got shot. Had, yeah, when they when he shot the the guy in the back. Yeah, the unarmed. Yeah. And the Milwaukee yeah, team so decided they, they weren't going to play. Yeah, so I asked them, I said, you know, what makes it that, you know, the NBA has this great policy as far as social awareness and, you know, compared to the other leagues, it's night and day. The NBA is yeah, no, the thick of everything. They, they, do, they do a lot of social act. Yes. I, I, so, but it, it, to yeah. me, it was just the fact when they were kneeling, I just, to me, it was just, it didn't mean nothing like, People didn't like, especially in the in the NFL. If you weren't, if you started kneeling now, it didn't mean nothing to me because right. you didn't do it because you wasn't you weren't gonna. You're not gonna lose your job. You're not gonna get blackballed. No, no. And, and what happened to Kaepernick is is a disgrace to the NFL. You know the NFL. You know, no matter what they ever do, they can never give back his career. And the fact that he did that, I, I admire him so much just that he stuck to his principles because he could have been a coward and just gave up. Yeah. You know, yeah. listen, how everybody, however anybody feels about kneeling, standing, that's your right. And you can disagree with it. You can agree with it. That's all good. I don't, I don't have to agree with you. Yeah. All I will say is any, anybody that says it's un-American to kneel for the national anthem doesn't really think about what America is. Those soldiers gave their lives, so we would have the right to make that decision. So it's actually more patriotic. Yeah, that's why. That's, that's why I, 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 it bugs me when people. Oh, he's un he's unpatriotic. Why? That's what we. This that's why it's so great. That's what's so great about this country. That's the reason. It's so great that he has that option that he chooses to kneel. That's exactly. it. You can disagree with them all you want. Yeah. And that's your opinion. That's, that's your choice. Right. That's your American right. That's your yeah. American right to not agree with them 
Absolutely. Right. But you also need to respect what he does. If it, if that's his choice, Without then respect doubt, it. Yeah. That's it. Just that's it. That's simple. As simple as that. This is that's why this that's why we have the rights that we have in this country. It's just we, we that's where a lot of so it's, you shouldn't you shouldn't punish him, you shouldn't be upset because you don't agree with him. And and when they use the whole oh, it's a disgrace to the, the ex soldiers. No, that's the most respect you can give them is to use the rights they fought for. You know? But the but the person but the person who the, like at first he was sitting down during the national anthem, then he got with the right. he, he met with the marine, and the marine soldier told him, "For me, I would prefer if you kneeled." And right. that's when he started kneeling. This was from an American U.S. Marine who yes. understood his why he was doing the protest, and he, and told him you should kneel. To me, but that's that goes into, but that goes into how the media goes and, and puts biases yes. and spins things because, you know, whether you like it or not, there's a right wing media and a left wing media. There's no such thing as straight media uh, anymore. Media. It's yeah. very few and far between, and people, you know, all over don't make up their own mind. They're too busy saying. Oh, well, you know, this host said this, this station said that. It's more than that. You have to listen to both sides. And the truth is somewhere in, in the, the middle. middle. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not one way or the other. No, you're absolutely right. You like, I, I'm not like, I don't, I, I, I believe me, I, believe, I, I know the media just spins what they want to spin as far as NBC, CNN, Fox, all, all of them. They all spin it to fit their narrative. So for me, when exactly. I, so that's one of the reasons that I, I'm want to launch, I'm launching the radio station is because I want to give any. It doesn't matter to me what kind of if your show is good, I want you on my, I want you on my station. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. It's because I want to give you that outlet to put out great content. That's it. And and and, yeah. and I and I'm not. I'm I'm just I'm I'm a regular guy. I just and I want to give opportunity to other people who. Who are out there that just want to have just do something successful, have something positive out there, and, and that's what it should be, especially sports. I mean, if we can't come together for sports, the only the only time we should be arguing is sports. If you're a fan of another team, is your team stinks. That's it. Yeah. That should be pretty much as far as it goes. You could use other words, and you know, because we all do. But that's about as far Listen, as it should go. It should never go beyond that. <laughs> behind me is Yankee Stadium. I am a diehard Yankee fan, and I'm I I can't stand the Red Sox. That's it. And and but I have friends that are Red Sox fans. They're still my friends. I but they're just big facts. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I I enjoy I sports should keep us united. But I haven't I haven't like what's been going on the last couple of years where they've been using it to divide us. And, and, and that sucks. Well, everything, it's everything is one. It's either white or black. That's it. There's no in between, but it's, there's no middle area. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not the way life is. Life no. is not that simple. It's, there's no right or wrong all the time. There's, you know, there's a middle ground and you can't just listen to whatever show you're watching. And that's not all fact. Yeah, no. You know, whether it be a, a politician, a news reporter, me, you, everybody's biased in certain ways, and we all—it it doesn't matter who it is. We all have certain biases. That doesn't mean that they're bad or good, and you might not have a bad intention in you. Yeah. But I tell it the way I would tell it, which is my side. That's yeah. that's how I see it. That's not necessarily how you would see it. And you're not wrong for seeing it your way. It's just how you see it. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, you're absolutely right with that. Definitely, definitely, absolutely right. I, to me, I treat everyone the way I want to get treated. That's it. I don't. I don't. And yeah. that's how I, I keep it. I, if if I don't mess with somebody, I don't. I don't. I just don't mess with them. I don't. I don't be like, oh, I hate you. I'm not gonna. No, I just. I have, I have, I keep, I, my, like, to me, I'm realizing time is precious. Time is something you don't get back. So I try to use my time wisely. 
that's a great a great piece of advice to give people and to remember because you're 100 percent right you know when your time is up your time's up you don't and you don't get second chances at time no you know today's only here once once it's gone that's it yeah definitely you're absolutely right but jb i appreciate you coming on brother man it was again thank you for the for the second opportunity at, at recording uh it's i appreciate it and uh definitely anytime oh yeah listen i love talking sports man we can definitely always chop it up and and talk sports sounds good but you have a great night because i after this i still have to some radio station stuff i gotta take (laughs) care of and then uh good luck with that man oh definitely no we're gonna definitely talk man definitely i'm I'm, i'll send you the the rate the station where uh, what i use for my station and you and your your partners check it out or if you just want to if you don't want the headaches of building your own station and just want to broadcast somewhere, definitely, I definitely, I'm like I said, I'm definitely looking for sports programming. I'll send you a note uh, towards the end of the week, and we'll talk. I'll have my other guys come out, do a stream yard, and we'll talk. Oh, definitely, we can do that. All right, man. Have a great night. Thanks right. again for having. Me. All right, man. Thank you, man. Have a great night. You too. Bye bye. All right, that was JB Ellis from the program. So definitely check him out. All right, now it's time for shout-outs. Big shout-out to Steve Joyner from the S&J Network. Good looking out on that one, bro. Big shout-out to my Real Wise family. King Sace, Poppy J, Brandy J. Big shout-out to the homie Chrissy Richards from Cypher Knowledge with Chrissy. Big shout-out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you, baby. And as always, big, big shout-out to all the essential workers out there. God bless you. Be safe. And the next couple of episodes, like I've been doing, are dedicated to my man, Angel Martinez. Hell is dark. I miss you, brother. I know you're in a better place. All right, so your boy Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. Instagram at Wise underscore B underscore Blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash Wise 76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.